Coffee Club Time. of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Very good Wednesday morning to you and welcome to the Coffee Club. This is what, June the 7th, all day, 2023. Hope you're doing fine on this Wednesday morning. Just a couple housekeeping things. Anybody that won the contest last month for our giveaways, uh, computer and three, two Amazon dots are going out next week on June 15th or 16th. It depends upon the date we can get to the post office, but that's the date that um, those items will be mailed out. So they're all ready to go. So we're we're good with that. Um, I've had a pretty good week. Can't complain. Uh, keeping busy, doing some testing on the legend, um, for some forthcoming changes coming, you know, every, everything goes along so f- long and then it has to change a little bit. But, or tweak, maybe that's the right word for it. Tweak. So we'll be doing that. And 
looking forward to the conventions coming up and all the new technology and all of those things. And we're going to have a pretty good topic this morning. We're going to talk about something that Jenny and I experienced recently, and we'll get back to it in a little bit, but it's about having a service or somebody come into your home who totally just rips you off. What the signs are, what to look for, how to prevent it. Maybe you'll want to share your experience like we will with a cleaning service. It may be a lawn service. It may be a nursing service. It may be something else. But we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But other than that, uh, outside of a lot of baseball, too, it's been a pretty busy week. Go ahead, um, Jennifer. Well, good morning, everybody. I have resubmitted my lesson again, and I'm hoping that will be something that turns out to be good so that I can do the final project. We had a, an eventful uh, book talk yesterday and gosh, what else is going on? Just normal work around here and chasing the lawn people hoping they're going to actually mow our grass. I wouldn't take money. I wouldn't take bets on that. They haven't but one little time and only halfway. We pay a substantial fee every month for, as a homeowner, to be a member of the Homeowners Association, and they're supposed to cut our yard and trim, but they haven't done it. Shame, 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 because we had to put that fence up, and other people, there's a lot of, majority of people here have fences, so they decided they're not going to, or they're trying to get out of mowing grass where there's the fence. So that needs to be addressed. Anything else for you, Jennifer? No, not really. Things are going along pretty well. All right. Well, that means let's get to Jeff. Oh, thank you, Bill. Everything is going well here in Albany, New York, but I will tell you that that's a little bit strange here. They have uh, forest fires that are burning up in Quebec, up in northern Canada, up, in, up north of us. And the whole parts of the Northeast can smell the smoke. If you look out of your window, uh, even with a sunny day, you can see a haze. And that's all that smoke coming in from Canada. And I was out yesterday, and you can actually smell the smoke. And you'd think that there was a campfire in your neighborhood, but it's not. It's the smoke coming down from uh, northern Canada, up in, up in Quebec. And there's also there's fires in Nova Scotia as well. And... Uh, so you know that it's supposed to dissipate when we get we're supposed to get rain coming in in the next few days and the, and the whole shift of the jet stream is going to change a little bit. So hopefully that'll change for us. I just got a message from my daughter's school. They said there there are no outdoor activities and no outdoor physical education this, uh, today because of the smoke and the air quality. And they're saying the same thing on the radio and television stations up here and also also in downstate New York as well. Yeah, I've I've heard that in. Shoot, with kids, that happen. You just rolled on. But things do change, and maybe it's for the better. Tim, what have you got? Well, we have had similar things to what Jeff was talking about with the air quality, although it is much better today. Um, 
if you just ask uh, Siri for the air quality, she'll tell you what it is as far as a, a, a value. And ours today is 62. Yesterday it was 155, which is uh, pretty bad. Anyway, uh, otherwise things are going well here. Uh, I was thinking maybe on my show, Bill, I should play Don't Fence Me In. Because Don't Fence <laughs> Me In, yeah. Don't Fence like Me that. In. Anyway, you might uh, want to play "Pollution" by Tom Lear because, but if this is air pollution we're getting. Well, there yeah, you there yeah. you go. And Tim Monty's coming up right after the Coffee Club. I try to sabotage his show in some way every day. Yesterday, I tested. I wanted him to think I was going to test right through his show, yeah. but he would have just said, "Oh well, I can I was, have the day off." Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was real worried. He was worried, <laughs> weren't you? They yeah. just said there was an air quality alert here in Albany. Let's see. What is the air quality in Albany, New York? I'm sorry. I didn't quite catch that. Could you <laughs> I love it. Siri, what is the air quality in Albany, New York? Oh, well. Oh, forget that. I just, tell, I just say air quality. That's oh, all I'll try I have that. to say. Try that, Jeff. Siri, air quality. The air quality is considered unhealthy at 158 right now. Yeah, okay. Real similar to what we had yesterday. I don't know what we have here. Uh, I don't know. We had a few poor quality days, but I don't know what it is. Let's see here. My GI. Air, air quality. quality. The air quality is considered unhealthy for sensitive groups at 108 right now. Oh, we uh, have 108. Yep. Okay. Ours is, ours is 62. Oh, I thought maybe the air quality was unhealthy because of my ex-mother-in-law. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, they the kids tell me when they come down to Florida that they think the air quality in Naples is much better than it is here. Now, I don't know if there's any truth to that. Well, let's see. Let's see. Air quality in Naples, Florida. One option I see is Naples oh. quality clean. <laughs> air quality in Naples, Florida. One option is quality uh, air research. Labs. Not gonna let that go until well, I. <laughs> I see Siri has not improved, and uh, maybe, uh, maybe with iOS 17 it'll be better. But I maybe I, I tend to doubt it. And you know, people put up with it. It's just sad. They put up with this year after year after year with this Siri not working, hoping it'll get better, but it stays the same. In fact, if anything, it gets worse. I have found you have to wait a little bit, and I just got it to tell me the air quality in Naples is 43. That is actually pretty good. That's pretty good. So see, the air quality in Naples is much better than even here at 108. So... That's because there's no forest fires because it's summer. Get in the winter, remember, a couple of years ago, there was a forest fire not that far from us, and you could smell the smoke. It smelled like it was... Right there. Yeah. Or when I start cooking on the grill outside, then the air quality goes down, and then they say, hey, what's going on here? All right, we've got some people to get to. Have we gotten everybody on the panel? 
we have. Uh, there's, a, there's a smaller panel these days. We have the panel. It's all yes, we do. And f- folks, this is going to be the panel going forward. So for right now, unless we add somebody or or do something, you know what I mean? It's what it is. So Jeff, let's go ahead and get these. Uh, the hands are already starting to get raised here. So I just pushed the button that says ask to unmute. So Joe, can you unmute yourself, Mr. Sorensen? Yes, you good go. morning. Coffee Club and Worldwide Legend here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Air quality is 26. We're at 57 degrees, and they're talking about thunder showers rolling in today up to 82 and number 57. And we had our anniversary on Sunday, seven years being married, but we started celebrating a week early because... Ellen sent an email to Lisa June 4th, and she decided no, she wanted to help us early, so gift card to the village and restaurant, which we did, and other things. So anyway, here's Ellen. Good morning, everybody. And uh, yeah, along that same line, it was really nice because um, we do another thing at the church called Crunch, and that's where you get a, a meal after the service, and that. That's only like once a month, but it's it's a fun thing to do. And it helps the grocery bill. <laughs> it does. Well, well oh. you know, I, I know you're celebrating your seventh anniversary. I, I thought maybe I could just take you to McDonald's and get you the uh, cheap Big Mac sandwiches. Or the, uh... <laughs> oh, hey, oh, Jeff, there's God. nothing cheap at McDonald's anymore. No, it's not anymore. I guess, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> you know what, Jeff? If you were here, we'd let you. <laughs> we would. I give you guys such a hard time when you put up I with know. it, guys. The we problem is, I don't think he would even spring for McDonald's. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's pathetic. Oh, I, was, I was thinking maybe ramen noodles. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's not, about as cheap as you can get. Not You're right. I did. Anniversary. I did that. Oh. When, I did that when I was in college because I know what yeah, I, I know what I did. Say college food. I didn't have any money <laughs> back yeah. then. College food is is ramen noodles and pizza. Yeah, there you go. You got that right, Ellen. You got that yeah, right. But, you know, it, but yeah, that's what's going on around here. We, oh, we yeah. do have the clouds here, so that's all. Well, we're sure you'll be back chiming in yeah, in just sure a little bit. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very yeah, much. Sure, no problem. Okay, next on our list, I just asked her to unmute would be Gail Gruber Bengston out in Minnesota. Go ahead. Can you unmute yourself, please, Gail? I think I'm unmuted. You are. Go ahead. Um, I finally have my um, benefit letter from Social Security. I went online to do it, but I had to have my computer people do it because there's something about you have to call for a certain code or something. And I, you know, I had them help me with that. The, the guy that helped me was wonderful about the whole thing. And after, but there's no way... I mean, Social Security is, is, the website is accessible up to a point. That's the point. I don't feel it's, uh, is it's, it's accessible, but you can dispute me if you want to later, Bill. But <laughs> well, what they're doing is if you want, if you want certain documents from Social Security, that they want you to, uh, ver- they want to verify that it's you. And you, and you can do it either by email or you can do it by text message. I have it done by text message. And so they send a message to my iPhone. And or they I, can send you an email, yeah. Or they can send you an email. Whatever it, it's all. I did, 
but I did get the information I needed. Everything else is accessible except for that little part, but I was able to get things just fine. So I've got that for my recertification. It's still gorgeous out here. I have my wind I've been having my windows open or at least the living room window open all day and practically all night now. It's gorgeous. Hear the birds and feel the breeze coming through and stuff like that. And uh, it's otherwise, other than that, everything else is going well. Uh, so nothing else new. Nothing else new, but that that's about it. All right. Thank you, Gail. And no, Thanks. Gail, I'm not going to dispute you. If, you know, not everything is 100% accessible for everybody. Unfortunately, you're never going to please everybody or that's everything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's websites that maybe I have a problem with. Maybe I didn't understand the email and the code or whatever. But everybody, nothing is perfect for everybody. So That's it doesn't, right. it doesn't matter. They could have the most perfect website and you couldn't get it. But it doesn't mean it's inaccessible. It just means it's inaccessible to you. And that's unfortunate. Thanks but you, you have the letter so. and make sure you save it. And, uh, I do. And I, I get, I know I get the, my beneficiary letter sent to me in, in my regular uh. snail mail once a year before tax, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And and they and that that has no problem. I just save them. I scan them on my, on my scanner and and save them. All right. Thank you very much, Gail. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Mickey Quenzer. Oops, hold on, Mickey Quenzer. Hold on a second. Can you unmute yourself, Mickey? Unmute yourself, please. Here he comes. Maybe let's see. There you go. There you go. I hope. Yes, <laughs> you are. That. You're right here, Mickey. Yeah, they've changed. I don't know if they've changed things or if I'm just uh, waking up to Braille these days. But um, that it's interesting. The, the the raised hand button was under the chat. Uh, no, under the reactions button. So you, That's, <laughs> that has been changed. Has no, it been I'm, that I'm, way? I'm using my computer, okay. but it's it's now in the main screen when you if you're on the iPhone. I'm not sure what you're using right now, Mickey. Yeah, it's an iPhone, and I and I had to click. I had to select. Um, I had to select reactions first, and then it showed the rea- raise hand button. Okay. Uh, now, so, also make sure that your app is up to date. Um, I don't know if you up, if you have that done automatically on your iPhone. It should you, be. But uh, it should be. But you yeah, should. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Anyway, sorry about that. It does work. Uh, you just have to be flexible, I guess, these days. <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to tell everybody hi, and uh, I wanted to um, just tell, you know, I've been listening to the legend just, I mean, I always do, a lot of the time, but I wanted to say how much more, uh, I don't want to say professional, because you're not trying to be total professionals, but it's it's just working a lot better now, and um I just have one little weird thing that I hear Gary once in a while. There's this little chirp, not a noise. It sounds like um, artifacts, maybe, or something. And it it just happens throughout the day, whether you're except or, except when you guys are doing Zoom calls. Um, so it's on you know the automation area, and it's just this weird little kind of 
noise that interfect, inter, interrupts the music a little bit. Not bad. It's just I don't. I've never heard that before until the last month or so. <clears throat> and then, I've never so. heard it either myself. Oh, I'll okay. ask Tim, but I'm thinking maybe, maybe it could be something from the Live 365 network, because I don't think, I don't think, now I don't know this for a fact, but I don't think there's anything on the machine that would, would cause that problem. I do know, and I know I get a lot of controversy every time I say this, (laughs) <laughs> but commercials are going to be back in some form for all radio station or spots. There's going to be very few, if any, that are going to be commercial free because yeah. somebody has to pay for this on the air time. I mean, yep. music royalties. They're extremely expensive right now. So I don't know. But um, Tim, do you know anything about that sound? Maybe because you... Uh, we, yeah, I, I know it's been going on for a while. I don't, I don't know when it started. But I have a feeling you're right that it's something to do with Live 365. Yeah, I, it's, not a, it's not a legend issue. It's a Live 365 issue. Right. I don't yeah. think there's anything we've got here that could could do that. It's not that I'm not trying to take the responsibility. No, 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 I, by, I, I agree with you. But yeah, I don't no, I agree with you. Don't know. And we're, we're checking into other possibilities. I just don't think there is other no, possibilities. Than Live 365, but yeah, I don't think it is that. I think it's. I think you're right. I don't, but I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I know that I've been doing some testing on the air. I did a Mm -hmm. session yesterday for about an hour and a half, and you are going to see some subtle changes where the automation is concerned. We're actually. Working on the automation, the country legend, and the all-time radio, the the talk content. You'll that's where you'll see the biggest changes. The shows that are talk programs on the legend. Oh, cool! You know that's well, where you'll see the biggest changes because what may be. I I think we try to be totally transparent here. What what's happening is. They're charging us. We're racking up good numbers on our talk shows, but they're translating that into like music royalty numbers. And that's what makes the legend so expensive to run. So we've got to find a way to put the. You mean they're charging you royalties even though you're having talk shows? Right. They're charging us royalties, even though we're doing um, talk shows. Yes. Well, I know TuneIn. Um, TuneIn is very frustrating right now, and I'm actually in a conversation with them because um, I actually pay for TuneIn through Apple Music, and I still um, get commercials. And they're saying they're trying to say, "Oh, well, it's not our fault. 
it's a streaming service that you, the radio station belongs to that's causing well, the that's trouble. Well, that's right. And that's I, right. You are going to get commercials because if, you, if you're listening to yeah, WWE. But, but Tim, know, listen, wait a second, Mickey. Okay, you're sorry. listening to WWE. Let's, let's go out to, let's say, you're, you're, you're originally from California, so I'll give you something. Right? Let's say you're listening to KSFO on, on TuneIn, and, and they are on TuneIn. Um, any commercials that, that KSFO plays that aren't, you're going to hear on TuneIn, and that, that has nothing to do with TuneIn. Right, I understand that, but what they're, what they're saying doesn't match what they're doing, because um, in, in my case, anyway, let's just talk about Kentucky. Um, they have commercial the way you know that it's them is that the, it's commercials that are kind of located in your area no matter where you are so if you go somewhere else and you run tune in like if i go to kentucky i i get commercials but then if i go to tennessee i get different commercials and they're saying they're not doing that that's and right they, they are aren't doing they aren't doing that it's not a factor it's not a factor of tune in for that part of it for example, I listen to WINS in New York on W on uh-huh. not through Odyssey, and I get commercials for stuff in my area because uh, they they're using a service called Target Spot, and what Target Spot does is it generates commercials for the area that you're in. When Bill Sparks had the ads on the Legend, I would get, I would get commercials for stuff in the Albany, New York area because that's where I live. That's how they're targeting the ads. But what are they, how can they justify? Um, Charging you a service monthly but, when you're still getting I, I, commercials because because they have no control. You're, you you have tune in premium. Is that what you're paying for? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that has to do with being able to watch, listen to sporting events like for national NBA or NFL or uh, MLB. That's and designated music stations that they that stream they the content themselves. For example, you might have. Tune in premium, and it might say the 70s channel. That that channel will be music-free, but the radio station, per se, all right, the legend, for example, if we didn't choose to and pay the extra, we would be streaming commercials right now because no matter what, that would come through on TuneIn. That's not a decision of TuneIn. TuneIn doesn't... They are just an aggregate. They they broadcast your station, and however you choose or can get your legal licensing, they may require you to run these spots in order to fulfill that licensing requirement. So, in other words, it's not going to make any difference what... Tune in does. They may tell you, all right, we've got so many channels like CNN or um, so many news channels they're going to give you that are commercial free, but really they're not. They do these spots where they keep playing something they've played earlier in the day or whatever. You get so tired of hearing those, you'd almost rather hear the commercials. XM, wherever you go, there's going to be commercials yeah. X, yeah, like on, on, XM has commercials on everything everything but their music channels right so you're going to yeah. hear right and yeah. X, it's usually auto, audio, um, audible commercials for those well, guys I mean you don't have any choice in that I mean so, no, I know. No, unfortunately Mickey whether you like it or not someone has to pay I mean it, the, someone has to well, pay for that I understand that but what I'm saying is and I've actually I, I do see what you're saying 
I don't know if it's a different thing, but I'm actually trying to get to the bottom of it because I've made, I can see the difference if I don't subscribe, if I turn it off for a month, and then if I turn it on, I see a difference, and I still see the same, I see the same ads, but they're not as frequent. Well, and then, I mean, so I, you, that's nothing, so that, I, you, that's nothing I, that you have control over. No, I, mean, I, I guess. So, I, so I guess. I've been talking to them. I'm, I'll be real quick. So I've been talking to them about it, and I finally got them to admit that yes, there is a bug that they're trying to fix that has to do with the commercials, and that it's not working the way they expected. So I don't know what I. I do understand what you guys are saying. I don't expect. I mean, I agree that you're going to have commercials one way or another, but. There should be a less if you're paying for the subscription. But, that, but so, I'm they, sorry, don't, they don't have any control over the commercials that you hear that, that um, from the radio stations that you listen to. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And they're yeah, giving but you I a get, but you I, get com- I get commercials when I okay. I, when I when I just say play Legend Oldies Radio from TuneIn on Siri, it'll come up and it'll play a commercial. And then, and I know you guys don't play them. And then it'll play another commercial. I know you don't play that commercial. And then it'll come and and go into the stream itself. That's very. I don't. Consistent. I don't have that problem. I don't listen to it through Siri that way. But uh, let me ask you a question: Are you sure you're paying for TuneIn Premium? Because if you're if uh, if you were paying for TuneIn Premium, you he's, wouldn't hear those. He's yeah, right, though, I, you, I get. He's right, because if you use Lady A, it, the same thing happens to me. If I use Lady A and listen to The Legend, I'll get those two commercials or three when it first starts. Well, then yeah, it is a bugger, and, I, and, yet, and I'm not getting be, them. It could either be them or Line 365 <laughs> saying you're going to get commercials one way or another. But he's right, they're targeted to your area. Because we get different commercials in Naples, and unfortunately... I don't know what what will happen, Mickey. And I I do see where where you may have a a problem only there, but I'm not sure the problem is is between. It sounds like it may be between TuneIn and their Lady A skill or their iPhone skill. Um, yeah, maybe the issue but uh, what what I'm trying to prepare you for is no matter what your plan because they'll come back and tell you you're paying for the extra news content you're playing for the music you're paying for blah 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 this sports team MLB right. uh you're playing for all those college basketball rights. That's what you're paying for. And that's what they're going to come back and tell you. But right. I do notice when Jennifer does fire up Lady A, it does play those commercials. But I think I think they may be having a little bit of a problem. Maybe other listeners will 
will if, amplify that too. But if it's yeah. any consolation, just try it on iHeart. If you want commercials, if you want commercials, try them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have iHeart on my Man. iPhone and I have iHeart on my um, and listen to the commercials whenever the radio stations take a commercial break, and you can find that the commercials are going to be at least six minutes or seven minutes long. So, so. yeah, see, no, Jeff is an iHeart groupie and a Odyssey groupie, so he he follows those two. I do. And, I do follow them. And he just goes <laughs> nuts over them. So he he calls them roadblocks. I call them roadblocks. Whenever you hear normally then in the old there's a trade term for commercials on radio, it's called a stop set. What? Normally uh-huh. but when I hear commercial and there's ten minutes of commercials, that's not a stop set, that's a roadblock. <laughs> what about yeah, on your I... phone, your shell classic, do those bring up commercials when you go to the legend or someplace like that? Uh, if I if I use the Alexa skill, it's exactly the same as Alexa. Yeah. Um, if I if I and now that they've actually got the uh, legend oldies, they've got your your station in their playlist. It just goes right to you. I never get commercials there. Right, but remember, it could be that. Lady A skill and Lady A and TuneIn have communicated and said, "Hey, we want you to run these spots because we we want people to hear our commercials." So you never know. Big money. It's kind of like that golf thing yesterday. Yeah. Big money always wins, Mickey. Well, I know, I know. I'm sorry about being on the ramp. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. It's all right. We don't care. And we'll be in when that's shipped out next week, okay? Oh, not a problem. I okay. appreciate it. All right, buddy. So, good to talk to you guys. Thank you very much for all the work you do. I noticed the difference, and I really appreciate it. Anyway, rant anytime you want to. All right. Thank you very much, Mickey. It's good talking to you out all there. Right. Miles. Very good. Okay, all right. Bye. All right. Bye. And we do have a hand raised from iPhone. Oh, I love it. iPhone. Julie McCullough. And I just asked her to unmute. So can you unmute yourself, Julie? There you go. Jeff will go to pieces here in a minute. I know. Go ahead, Julie. Unmute yourself, please. You may have trouble finding the unmute button on the iPhone. It's normally, I think, at the bottom left, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, I understand what Mickey's talking about, but you should hear the commercials on okay, the stations. Go ahead, Julie. Okay. You said that XM, other than the music stations may have commercials, but why do the music stations not have them? Because that's where the royalties come from, no, yes? That was that, because that's what part of your subscription pays for. That's why. Oh. And oh, that, yeah. that was their, their selling point with XM, and this when it was XM and it was serious, but their selling point is that the music channels are always commercial-free. So if you listen to the 60s channel or the 70s channel or the Pulse or 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 the classic rewind or vinyl classics or any any of those any channel real jazz uh, smooth jazz watercolors any of those channels they will none of their music channels will have commercials so okay but why does your why does your tune in prescription not or subscription not um pay for the music. Uh, TuneIn uh, tune does pay for the music. And, oh, okay. But they have commercials. And the, their subscription says that when you get TuneIn Premium, um, you, you get their, they have specialty channels. And they have their own channels that have their own music formats and stuff. Those channels won't have commercials. But if oh, you're I listening see. to a regular radio station, like I tried to tell Mickey, you're going to yeah. hear commercials from that radio station because that radio station broadcasts commercials. Right. 
And they're just running the radio stations. So right. TuneIn is, is, as Bill said earlier, TuneIn is an aggregator, and they charge radio stations to be on their platform, although they, in the radio news that we're talking about tomorrow, AM radio stations won't be charged anymore to be on TuneIn because they're trying to save the AM band. But that's a totally different story. <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah, um, you yeah. that right, Bill. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, Julie, they they do that. But I think you can expect now... That anything that you don't pay for, somebody's going to have to pay for some way, somehow. Right. And you're not, it's not an entitlement thing or anything like that. It's just, it's just a commercial or two. And I realize, I realize, and I, it's, people tell me all the time, well, it's not pure since there's commercials. Well, you know, it's unfortunate, but it just happens. That's the way of. That's the the way things are. You can't turn on your TV. You don't have commercials. Oh no, no! Right. And when so, we first were getting cable, I think, you know, I had understood some people had it years ago, but um, you know that it didn't have commercials. But of course, it does. Right. No, the, the big problem with commercials, and the FCC has cracked down on the, is that. Every time you had commercials on the cable channels, or the commercials would be louder than the regular programs, and that oh that, yes, that's awful. That, that doesn't that's... that doesn't happen too much anymore. That they've changed that, but it used to be. I don't know. I think we still got it. Yeah. But, oh man, that's a problem. So, but but I, I understand how everybody feels. But what do you expect a radio station to do if they've got to pay? X hundreds of dollars a month for a for royalties just to play the music. Yeah, uh, they have to do it. Right. It's not a maybe it's not their favorite thing to do, but you know, it's not also the DJs and I've had DJs tell me on the legend, I'm not gonna work here or I'm not gonna play music on your station if you play commercials and I say, Well, see you later. It's yeah. just too bad. I mean, that's the way it is. That's the way of the world. Um you know, if they're gonna divide and pay in the royalties, then they can have some say so about that. But you know, if they're not, unfortunately, things have to be paid, and it's not a fair system. I don't think internet broadcasters should be penalized more than some of these radio stations. And now I notice a lot of the radio stations are coming on with Live 365. If you, I notice some of those stations, Jeff. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, Bill. And so... What do you, you know, what do you do? But I understand someone like Julie who may say, I turn on the radio, I want to hear music or I want to hear something, but I don't want to hear a commercial. But we don't think the same way about TV, do we? Where, nope. right, you know, they could, unless you want to pay fourteen ninety five a month for Netflix or something like that. Where they don't do commercials. Even even Netflix has a has a thing now where you can pay less money and get a commercial or two. That's right. Like you can pay seven ninety five or something like that for Netflix and get commercials. So, yeah, but Prime, but I think Amazon Prime and Netflix don't have you know all the commercials that network 
Yeah, uh, I, don't kid yourself. I I listen to Scripps News. Uh, it's it's an, it used to be newsy, and it's uh, and it it comes. It's part of your Prime Video subscription. And when yeah. when they have whenever Scripps News breaks for a commercial, Prime handles the advertising for for the people who have Prime, and you get plenty of commercials there. So it, you, you can't you can't get away from it. Yeah, that's true. Now the I things mean, that I listen to like um oh like Discovery Plus and uh, the documentaries they. They don't have tons of, you know, the, there's not an obnoxious amount. Well, that's because you're paying for it. That's why. Yeah. Discovery right. Plus isn't, isn't free. It's part of, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, right. So, right. I, yeah. I, you know, anything else going on, Julie? Um, well, we got our new, our new housing management and, um, they came and met with us yesterday. Are they nice? Uh, um, I think I think they're going to be all right. Um, some people are a little miffed because um, <coughs> because there are rental fees, um, and you know basically the on- basically the only way you can get out of that is to um, let them take it from your bank account. Well, that's how it's done in my place. Yeah, and uh-huh. so. For some of us, that will take a little getting used to, but I, you know, I understand, and I, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, and, well, I would have it set for the day the of the month I was going to get my check on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, have the rent to Minnesota. Oh, okay. We have a company where we work, uh, where I live, called RentPayment.com, and they and they our company requires. They, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a requirement, but yes, yeah, so they require that you pay your rent through them. Because they they used to take rent at people at the at the rental office at one time years ago before I moved then, then they had all the rent going to a post office box number in Buffalo, New York. Well, now they they use a company called Rent Payment. It's very accessible, very usable, and uh, they'll either set it up for you or you can do it yourself, like I did. And every every month every month on the first of the month, that's taken out of my checking account, and my rent is never late. And you can, at least on their website, there's a there's a menu option called History. And I can get the whole history of every rent payment I've ever ever made, and I've been in this in this complex for almost ten years now, and uh, it works quite well, Julie. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but, um, so so anyway, that's kind of how they're doing it. There are charges for right for checks and charges for credit or debit cards if you chose to go. Well, that way. even rent payment has charges for debit or credit cards, but there are no charges because it comes directly out of the my checking account as, as what they call it. An uh, yeah. uh, EFT or ACE or electric funds transaction. Yeah, That's but I it. think they I think they look they look quite promising. I don't think it's right to charge people for using a debit card or whatever. Um, then that can start a whole topic in itself. I don't think they should charge you extra money because that may be your most convenient way to pay but i well, don't yes for a debit card they charge they charge two dollars and something plus three percent of your rent see i think that That's is right. wrong That's i think that right. is wrong wrong what wrong about a credit card do they, do they charge the same for a credit card julie they charge a couple dollars and something for a credit card. I, I'm going to tell you, I went to a barbershop in Albany, New York that I like. 
and I only pay them with cash now because when I used to pay with a credit card, and they use Square Bill, the barbershop. Yeah. And I know that because that's, I'm on an email list for Square because I've gone to the State Fair in Syracuse and other places, and they use Square. And they charge, and Square charges me a $2 service fee for, for using the credit card, for, for using them. I think that's wrong. But, I mean, I get it. Uh, but it, I don't like it, and so I don't go to that barber shop and pay with a credit card. I pay with cash when I go there. Well, see, that's up to the barber shop. That's they right. make that decision with Square. They, you can't totally blame Square for that because my, when we do our alumni or when we didn't charge for using a Square, your particular barber shop that you go to, that's their choice to charge for that but some of these folks they don't need to charge that way because that may be the most convenient way they may not have somebody to write them a check i guess they right. could do automatic withdrawal but some people get a little nervous about that because they don't know when they're going to take it out when the check's coming in you know what i mean and did they tell you when they're going to take it out? Did they, or did they tell you how to set it up that way, Julie? How did, how did, what did they tell you when they talked about how to set it up to come out of your checking account? Um, we have to, what, we cannot just fill in our, um, our account numbers and our routing numbers. We have to send a voided check or something from the bank that has the bank's letterhead and stuff on it. That's actually, this, I think that's a very good thing. That's a very good thing because uh, because they want to protect themselves as well. So, so like for example, if I want my uh, pension check to go to a different bank account, and they take because I have my, my pension check going directly into my bank, uh, say it requires me to uh, actually give them a voided check from the new bank account as well as the routing number and the account number. They don't want they want to make sure that it's uh, that it's it's genuine. Now, and, do they let you pick out the date that you want the money withdrawn? Um, they, I think they'll withdraw it on the 5th. Uh, That's not too bad. And if people mail in checks, um, you know, they have to be received by the 10th. Right, well, right, because most people that are on disability, and I'm just assuming maybe or maybe you're not, I don't know, but most people get their... It turned turned to Social Security. Right, uh, same concept, though, but you probably get your check on the third of the month. Yes, I do. So, you know, you just want to make sure that your money's in there and... That it can go out, and then some people don't trust that to happen. Yeah, but, I mean, you're going to find that, uh, Julie. People don't want their money taken automatically out of their checking account. I mean, I get that. Well, I mean, I understand that. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a fact of life. And the yeah, day's going to fluctuate. I don't want mine done that way, and, I, and I'm sorry that I'm going to need to do my rent that way in a way. But um, I I do have an insurance company that takes it out because they insisted on doing it that way. But I'd rather that didn't happen. Um, but I, but it's going to work out the best for it to happen. So I realize, you know, I'm just that's just yeah. What Jenny takes deal. money out of my checking account to pay for my utility. No, I'm only yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Jennifer? You were trying. I'm, to... I'm just going to say you want to be aware that even though you pick a date, it may float a little bit because if that date's not a business day, it would right. take it the next business day. Yeah, right. I mean, and and the way they said that, and that's pretty good because they said they're going to take it out on the fifth. You know, our rent is due on the first, but we have up until, we have up until the fifth to make sure we don't get charged a late charge. So that's that's pretty common, Julie. Yes, I know that that 
that, yeah, it was, they deposited them on the fifth, um, where I, you know, with the former managers, that's how they did that too. But, uh, so that's not, that's not the least. Well, thing. it's better than walking over to the rental office, looking for somebody to help you to maybe make out a check and. Oh yeah. God knows who you got helping you do that. So, you know what I mean? It can be a problem. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, gotta tell yeah. you, I have, I very rarely have to write checks anymore. And if I do write checks, Julie, my bank has a service where they'll write the check out and mail the check for me without charge. So, I mean, I, I haven't written a check, and I can't tell you how long it's been. I have paper checks, but I don't even use them anymore. So, uh, it, it is a new world. Uh, we are getting, by the way, guys, we are getting to a day when there'll be a cashless society at some point. That's not going to happen today or tomorrow, but it will happen one day. So, yeah. All right, thank you, no, Julie. I- yeah, are, we, are we going to have the thing where they'll mark your hand or your forehead? I don't know about that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe no. not in our they, time. They might put a chip in your forehead so that you can... No, I don't think so, Julie. Not, not At least not right now. Yeah, okay. So. All right, thank you, Julie. Thank you very much. All right, Ed Schwilk. I've just said it. Asked to unmute. I've done that, so you should be able to unmute yourself now. Sometimes it takes a moment. In a moment, you got to find that mute button, Ed. I think it's on the bottom left hand. Oh, oh, there you go. There we go. There oh, you go. Go ahead, Jen. I, I kept trying to unmute, and it kept coming up with some sort of really weird message. I don't know, but um, yeah, on the I was gonna say something about what Julie was talking about. Uh, if you don't really want to write checks, sometimes your banks, you know, depending upon who you bank with. I um, when I rented. That's how I paid my rent because I couldn't see buying checks just to write one check a month for rent. So uh, I I bank with Huntington and they have a thing called bill pay, and you know you put in the information that they ask and then uh, you submit. Uh, you know you uh, put the amount of the check that you want and then they'll send it. Now the the one thing that's kind of tricky about it is that basically it's uh it takes well well they'll tell you like when you do that it could take up to 10 days so if your rent is due just say by the fifth you know it's recommended that you would have the amount in there like uh, on the 25th of the month before say like if you're paying july's rent you want the money in there in june and then you can you know, write the check out. They won't let you post date or anything. You know, you have to have the money in there in order for it to work. So basically, like when I would pay July's rent, I would, you know, pay it in June. And like in July, you'd pay August rent. You know, how all that goes. Yeah, well, yeah, honest. and that- most people that wouldn't work for too well because they're living... Uh, this is an overused term on a very fixed income and yeah. by the 25th 26th they may not have six seven eight hundred dollars laying around to pay that rent so probably having the company take it out on a certain date when they get it right away instead of having Huntington in a lot of cases that works perfectly where they will mail the check out for you you know um well i mean i was just lucky enough that um when i moved when i moved to that place that i did have the money put back 
you know, because I knew that's what I wanted to do. I talked to them about it before I even moved in. And as far as becoming a cashless society, I mean, now I admit, now, uh, I, like I said, I just don't have checks. My wife has checks. She still believes in writing checks, although I'm kind of working on, like, you know, when we pay our AEP bill, which they just raised the rates by 30%. Thank you. <laughs> um, what is AEP? I, I, what is AEP, then? American Electric Power. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, well, see, the thing is, is they just raised it 30%. Now they're back in front of their board or whatever, wanting to raise the rates another 20% next year. And it's like, sheesh. Um, anyway, uh, let's see, where was I going with this? Oh, the cashless thing. Uh, the one thing that I have found that makes it easier for me, because, like, when I ride the bus, uh, you know, you always have to make sure you go to the bank, you know, and maybe get some money out and put back so you can ride the bus. Well, the transit app that I use for Coda here actually has a thing where you can put... Uh, money into that account and then you just scan your phone whenever you go to ride the bus and that that makes it a lot easier because then I don't have to worry about trying to you know, go to the bank and get money where I'm going to ride the bus. I can just add funds whenever I want, and then it. You know, I have I the same to... thing, Ed. We have a, we call it Navigator, and I put a certain amount of money in that Navigator account every every time I need to, and I just scan the phone on on the bus, and it, it deducts the money out or, or deducts the, the money out of the account that way. So it's it's called pay as you go. Is yeah. I call well, and then as far as you know, like the uh, what do they call it? Automatic withdrawal. I mean, uh, there are some places um, that basically will have you do that, you know, in order. Well, they'll give you an incentive like, hey, if you do automatic withdrawal, you know, let us take out the payment every month, you know, ourselves. We'll give you like a five or a ten dollar, um, you know, re, you know, a deduction or whatever. But I, I did that with Spectrum one time and. Maybe I shouldn't have said who it was, but they overdrew. They took out way too much, and I called them, and they said, well, we can't refund your money. I said, but look, I said, you took out too much. Now that, you know, um, the money that I did have going out is not there, well, the only thing we can do is credit you enough. And I thought, sheesh. So... I just paid them directly now, except for the mobile, the Spectrum mobile. They pretty much, well, you know, they will take that out. But they've been a lot better about it now, so I'm okay with that. But as far as that, usually I just wait till the bill comes in and then I'll pay it. You might want you could pay my bills too, Ed. Is that okay? Um, sure. When pigs fly. <laughs> They'll probably I, be flying. Soon. I, I hear you, Ed. I, I get it. I mean, it is a world like my sister says the same thing. She doesn't like this uh, debit. She, she says I like still writing paper checks and using the mail. But then she's yeah. finding out that that the postal service isn't quite as good as it used to be. Well, and so and they, they got this other thing now. They call it check scrubbing. And what happens is people will go the mail and they'll find people where they might have checks in there. They take them out, and somehow they put some sort of solution 
on the check and it erases the ink and then they can take the check and um, put in whatever they want and then they'll cash that check. I think they call it, it's called check scrubbing. Well, I'd like to find out the guy that invented that so I can make some more money for myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble here. Reason, I don't think you are. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, so my wife, you know, and I'll, I'll get off here, but she um, is kind of getting away from writing checks, but she still likes to do that. But um, she heard that news story, too. We were watching the news, and they were talking about check scrubbing, and she goes, Ooh, I said, well, I keep trying to tell you. I said, I don't like the online stuff or, you know, or whatever. I said, but it is convenient. But as far as cashless, I think it's going to be a while. There's too much stuff that needs to be converted over yet, like apartment complexes that have washers and dryers, you know, and stuff like that. They need to go to the card system and all that. But yeah, well, I, I agree with you. It'll eventually happen. My my washer dryers here in our place. There is no cash. You 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 actually put money on a, on a card that that's uh, and they use a machine to do that with your credit card to get to pay your to put money on the card for your laundry. So well, my washer and dryer, I just put clothes in and wash. Well, that, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could do that in my apartment. I agree. With, I totally agree with you, Ed. Um, I would love to have a washer and dryer here, except my apartment doesn't have the hookups for it, and there really was no room for it as to where you could put it. So but they let you do a portable one. No, uh, because I I have a small kitchen. Um, it, it it's not really big enough to do that, Ed. But you're right. Well, you the, they're on wheels, and you could maybe wheel it into a closet or something like that. I don't. Have Jeff the, I hands. Don't have, no, he doesn't have the strength. I actually don't have the closet oh, space. Oh, that's true. Jeff's got the. Yeah, that's, you, that's you got that, Bill. I, I actually don't have the closet space to do that. I have closets, but they're not big enough to to, uh, to actually do it that way. But you're right about that, Ed. I get that. But you know what? <laughs> I don't mind paying for the laundry. It's a dollar seventy-five to wash, a dollar seventy-five yeah. to dry, and that's not an un- that's not unreasonable. And you have somebody do it for you, so it's not like I'm sure it's yes, yeah. I only have, yeah. I have one. I have somebody do it, and it's somebody is me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Ed. Thanks, thank Ed. You. Thank you, Ed. All right, and we got Beth Moline out in the wilds of Minnesota out there, and uh, we'll ask you to unmute, Beth. There you go, Beth. Beth is coming. Maybe she went to sleep. Remember, Tim Monty's coming up right after us. Okay. I couldn't unmute at first. I was saying the host is not allowing you to unmute. I think the problem is that Zoom has a slight delay sometimes. Go ahead now, Beth. You're unmuted. Okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm thinking I do use a couple of checks each month. Well, maybe sometimes three because. I want to pay my sister Patrice back for things that she'll get me at certain times. And I also pay, I, I use, I, I send, I mean, I, I give the church $30 each month and I'm happy to do that because they're not telling me how much I need to pay for the, the tithe or the offering, whatever you want to call it. And also I do pay, I use a check to pay my rent right now and right now i'd like that to be able to ha- um i'd like that to, to be able to take it out with my debit card or use some other way because i used to have it in another building where i was a couple of other buildings where they take it out automatically and i was well, always i was happy with that 
We understand that. Have you talked to your management about that at all? Um, I, I talked to a couple of people about it a little bit, but I'm hoping to talk a little more about it. And I'm wondering if it's, I wonder if that would be appropriate to mention in our resident council meeting. We're having that this afternoon. Why not? Everything, everything else is brought up there. If that's yeah. something you want to do, yeah. why not? Uh, and you, you don't want to use your debit card for that. Um, because, okay. uh, and, my, and Mike Loft will tell you, he worked for the business uh, Better Business Bureau. Because if there's a problem, but sometimes the banks are a little funny and it's a little hard to get the money back if they make a mistake or if a mistake is made. Right. But if they were able to take it out of your checking account using a, an ECH or, ele- or EFT, electric funds transfer, transfer that would work fine and they would get their money uh, in a more timely manner than if people had to bring it to the rental office and mail it into them so right uh, and knock on wood knock on wood but we've had if you have a reputable bank we've had chase and huntington over the years and any debit card they honor and treat it just like a credit card right jennifer and we've had some scrapes where people have hacked the account so I've had that with my, my. I don't know why there are certain ones that feel that they have to hack other people's accounts. I wish that they would just get a decent, honest job, get to do a decent, <laughs> honest living. Why, when they can rip you off? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. But, but then, is it worth it for them to go to jail? Well, I think it probably would be a good thing if they would go there, but would they be lost in the system? I'm not um, sure that they ever really get caught. I wonder about these big, because they're like, uh, what do you call them? Not cartels, but they're groups of people that sit there and punch in numbers and get lucky. And when they get lucky, they just take advantage of it. And I'm not sure they ever actually get punished for that, because I'm not sure they ever find out for sure who it is. Right. And I don't know for sure if they found out, because I think it was back in 21, I was having trouble and the bank called me and they told me that my debit card was hacked that they were going to be getting me a new one and so I said what in the world happened they said that there was a um, something for Taco Bell something like $15 or something and then there was $45 written for um, raising canes and I said I know I wouldn't have ordered from either of those places and they said no you wouldn't have because they were in pennsylvania i had the same problem about about three years ago and i got a call from my bank and it said uh, your 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 debit card has been hacked although i never saw the 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 decrease in my account balance because they got it beforehand they did and they were sending me out a new a new uh, a new debit card so uh and it worked out very well it took about two or three days to get there and they said can you send it to me fedex so i can get it pretty quickly because I use that to do my banking to take money out of my. I don't. I never talk to a teller anymore, really, if I don't have to. And, right. And uh, and they got it to me very quickly. So um, you know th- these things can happen, but you always have to be aware. I think one of the things, and and we've had Mike Loff on here from the, and, and he knows because he worked at the BBB or the Better Business Bureau, sure. and he's always talked about always being aware of what the scams are. Always, I look at my account every day to make sure that I know what's in it. Now, I, you know, maybe you don't have to do it every day, but every other day. But you really should be aware of what of what's going in and out of your, your accounts, and that that's what and, I do. Go ahead, and I, and I don't know what it is about Walmart. Why? They get flagged so much for possible fraud, but they they seem to. And I mean, our banks contacted me a few times, and I had to tell them to let something go through. But 
Yeah, yeah they do. I noticed, I noticed that with my Discover card. I was with, I was at Walmart. I was buying something, and when I when it when I put it through, Discover sent me a text message saying a fraud alert, and they wanted me to confirm that it was me doing the transaction. Well, I yeah. Think Walmart Walmart is one of those stores. You know, they have lower prices, but it's one of those stores that gets targeted. Yeah. Uh, for that kind of stuff. Walmart, I know. And Jeff, you get targeted there, and so yeah. Yeah. So Walmart. we won't go into that bill. Right. I, yeah. How well, could you say that? I I know you. I know what you're saying, Bill. Oh, no. <laughs> What's really? I'll get you later, Bill. <laughs> oh boy, someone's in trouble now. <laughs> no, he's not in trouble. He, he knows what I'm talking about. So, but you're right. What's really something about this, though, is I called my sister Patrice and told her what had happened. And then she said, well, I can go. I think it was actually on Good Friday that year. And I told Patrice exactly what happened. And then she said, well, I can go and talk to the, I can go into the bank and talk to them in the next few days. And I said, you can, and I won't stop you, but I want to tell you what happened first. And I said, the bank called me and told me they were issuing me a new card, a new debit card. And then I, they, they, they let me know that my card was hacked and they took, they were taking care of it straight away. So there won't be any, any fraudulent, whatever you want to call it, there won't be anything fraudulent on my checking account. And Patrice said, you did all that? And I said, you bet I did. I knew that I should do something. And she said, well, good for you. You also saved your trip to go to the bank. She'd have to do anything for you. That's right. <laughs> well, if you're like most banks, they wouldn't have given her information anyway. Well, unless you know, she's... the reason they do, Bill, is because I, I allow, and she is my pretty much my financial manager, and I want that. I mean, don't... I don't want her to always say, why do you need this? Why do you need that? But there will be certain times that she will. Is she on your account just in case something happens to you as well? Yeah. Okay, but that makes sense. I, I get that. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. By the but... way, my name is Jeff Bennett, and you can put uh... me on your account as well. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Jeff, you are the one. <laughs> I I don't know. You guys put up with me. I don't know why, but you do. But but because I will tell cool you. That's why. <laughs> I I will tell you, and we've been down this path before on this show. I hate to say it, but there's a lot of uh, visually impaired people. Maybe they're getting to be seniors, or they might need a little help or whatever. There are a lot of relatives, and I discovered this in my 30 years at Social Security, there's a lot of people, family especially, and I hate to say it, but who will rip people off at the drop of a hat. Now, I'm not mentioning your sister, of course, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people who so-called family who I have seen just totally devastate people, and we know... Jennifer, so it's it's kind of a sad thing when these people become seniors and they really can't even trust some of them. I know, and it's, it's sad when something like that happens, and it's even more sad when it happens with a family member, I mean, and when a family member is the culprit. And I know I had that when I was, uh, when my, I was still living at home with my 
family, my mom and dad, my, uh, my, my brother, Jeff. I know you wouldn't do this, Jeff. I don't feel like you would. But when my brother, yes, Jeff, was 13 years old, he actually took dimes out of the a little uh, plastic dime bag that I had. <laughs> And there are even some things Jeff wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, no, even I would not do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, you would do that. But there is a, there was a story that's on the news at the, on here in Albany, New York, on Channel 13, which is the channel I watch about a lady who was involved with the uh, love the the TV show or the a series that that's on one of the cable channels of one of the pay services called Yellowstone, okay. and she was scammed because she thought she was getting involved with with, with helping out Kevin Costner. Because she got a, a, a Facebook message from something that got hacked into her Facebook account. That Kevin Costner needed money because uh, because of uh, problems in his career, which was not true. Uh, and she was scammed out of uh, $70,000. Oh. And it broke up her marriage because her husband said, you know, she shouldn't have been doing this. And it, 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 she, so they, had, they had about $100,000 saved. And, and they scammed her out of $70,000. Obviously, there was something wrong there oh, yeah. with and her. And she kept getting messages from Kevin, some Kevin Costner saying, you know, I need more money, I need more money. And uh, and then when and they finally caught on to this, that it was a scam. And that, but that's a lot of money to lose like that. So. That is. And I was told a couple weeks back by a girlfriend of mine that was... I don't know how she feels about me now, but I mean, she was telling me that she, there was something with the government where they're actually helping people, giving people grants. And I said, well, I'd like to hear about, and she, she actually gave me a message on Messenger. And this person said that, I, this same lady said that she would, she got $150,000. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. That's a scam. And, but, and by the way, Beth, let yeah. me give you a little advice. Yes. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably, it probably is. is. It really is. Yep. That's and right. nobody's going to give you anything usually for nothing. No, and the government. didn't say it was for nothing. The irritating part about it is that she even said she paid the money to get it. And I said, I don't think we should have to pay money to get money. That's just not right. And she said, do you think that I would stoop so low as to scam you? And I said, you probably wouldn't. But I know that this person is doing something they shouldn't, and you shouldn't have to pay money to get money. We had we had a gal that worked for us many years ago in the old time radio store, and her and her sister Anne. She'd have her sister come over every once, in a while. and they were desperate. They had maxed out their credit cards and whatever, and she got an email that she had won the, let's just stay for an example here, the Colombian lottery or one of those lotteries in a foreign country. But she was going to have to give them $150 or 200 or $300 to get to collect this money. Well, she paid the money. Needless to say, she never collected, but before she did that, she thought she had won so much, she went and got two more credit cards and maxed them out and got nothing. Oh, oh and quit her job over all and everything. Oh, so, oh. yeah. And the stupid thing was that she did not enter the lottery. Right, so she didn't even enter it. How's she going to win? 
Well, you know, I'm going to let you go, Beth, because I think we, we can do this, and this relates to the topic that you were talking about in a way, Bill, that we're going to talk about on the Coffee Club, about, about paying for things and not getting them and stuff yeah. like that. So I think this really relates to what you were talking about yeah. earlier. Oh, I'm going yeah. to say thank you very much, Beth. You're welcome, Jeff. You all have a good day today. Stay safe and keep that wallet safe, Beth. I will. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to ask Ed to unmute quick, quickly. Ed, quickly, if, 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 unless you want to talk about something that you think will relate to this, go ahead, unmute yourself, Ed. Here comes Ed, maybe. Reminder, it gives me a chance to promote Tim. Tim's hey. coming. There we go. It happens every time. Mention yeah. Tim. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. Well, no, I just wanted to say that I was trying to unmute, and I kept getting that message again. So something's going on with Zoom. I just wanted to throw in there really quick that a few weeks ago I got this text message and it said that your Amazon account has been hacked. Uh, did you order? And it was like a fifteen hundred dollar computer. Ignore it, Dad. Ignore well, well, it. Well, what I did is I got them because after that they left me alone. They haven't called back since. But uh, so I called and I said, um, "What's going on?" And they said, "Oh well, we you know." Um, we're, this is Amazon. We're checking to see if you made an order, and if not, you know, if you give us your card number, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it for you. I said, "Look uh, and say," uh, I said, "Okay, just give me a couple minutes, please." Well, I got onto my Amazon account, went under my orders, and of course, it wasn't there, and I, you know, not, nothing came from my bank. So, and the person kept saying, "What are you doing?" I said, uh, "Give me just a second, please." Again, and, that was a scammer talking to you. Oh, yeah, I know. And they said, well, what are you doing? And finally I said, well, I'm on my Amazon account. I went under my orders. I don't see no uh, computer on my orders or anything. And all of a sudden I got that, you know, like where they hung up. <laughs> so, see, I don't, I don't even give them the time of day, Ed. I, I would you know, do more than I, I would. I just wanted to let them know that I wasn't going to be fooled by them or anything. And, I mean, they just hung up. So, I mean, people do that. I agree. I mean, people need to find something else to do because trying to scam people. That's ridiculous. But anyway, I just want to throw that in. So. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Ed. 97% battery uh, power. You be quiet, Not Tom. Charging. Status oh. I'm trying to get it to shut up. There we go, maybe. There we go. All right. Now, do we have everybody? Yeah, we're all caught up right now. All right. Let's take just a few minutes and talk about, this is kind of going along the same subject. We're in a situation where we need to have our house clean. And it's not that we don't do it ourselves and keep up after, but when you've got just ourselves plus you've got another person with, a, a pet and it creates you know it's just a little messier so we're looking for a cleaning service and we find one and they they first time they send out a couple people and they do a relatively decent job try to get those people back they send us somebody else and it starts slacking down and down and down and so when we went to Florida last time I got back, and I said, Jackie, they're not even cleaning the upstairs or this bathroom here or doing anything. Well, I didn't know that, and 
they're just not cleaning at all and not moving or doing anything. So I finally had enough, and I went looking and found another lady who had to come here and work six hours the other day just to start getting this place back into shape. Now, we had had our issues with the other, but we we just told them not to come back. We didn't come get into a conflict with them or this, that, and the other. Maybe we didn't handle that correctly. Maybe I should have fought them. But they weren't providing good work, and it wasn't going to change. So I know these people had to be taking advantage of us because we couldn't tell what they were not doing or doing. And, of course, I would get it checked out. You know, people would take pictures. Well, they didn't even move this. They didn't clean that. You've got this. You've got that. How would you have handled that particular situation? We'll start with the panel. We'll start with you, Jeff. Um, I had I I actually had the problem with a, a lady who wasn't showing up, and when she showed up, she wanted to watch TV, and she wasn't doing any work, and I just said two words: "You're fired." That's it. You're fired. And. Then she had the nerve to call my sister, and my sister said, well, what happened, Jeff? I told her, I said, and my she, my she called my sister back, and my sister said, I'm sorry, you're fired. Yeah, and so, see, this was a company, and their rates were reasonable enough, but they tried to, we have a two-story house here, two-story condo, and you can't get it quite done in an hour and a half with two bathrooms and three bedrooms and um, an office outside and and an office upstairs. They just would not do it. And you could barely get them to get done. So it was a real issue. But what should we do about companies who who just literally... If you don't watch them, we'll take serious advantage. Uh, Tim, are you still on the line with us? Yep, I am. What would yeah, you do uh, with the he company? Was, he was busy cleaning my apartment. Go ahead, Tim. Right, he was. He's fired. <laughs> yeah, right, Jeff. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's fired. Well, I, if I were doing that, I would be glad to get fired, I think. I, <laughs> not a job I enjoy doing. I don't cleaning. blame you. Yeah. But people think, and I think these people thought, just because you could not see that you weren't aware of what was going on. I can reach my hand. I can feel a countertop. I can tell if a floor floor has been vacuumed. Go ahead, Jenny. I don't think it's always that they think we can't see even. I think they just don't care because they have so much time to do it and they try to do what they think might be the worst thing to do. Or some people are just lazy and they don't do anything and they just pretend. I don't know. And, Tim, you have a little bit of an advantage because you have uh, you have a wife who can see and uh, your kids can see. But uh, but in reality, I know this. And, Jennifer, I agree with you because you can tell when they've done work and when they haven't done work. You can feel the counters. You can feel the sink. I can feel the bathtub, which needs which needs cleaning. Hmm. Right, do you Usually guys remember... You Remember back in the days of cleanser when they used to use it? Yeah. 
I notice people don't that. use that as much anymore. No, but, but they would leave that film. And because they, they wouldn't rinse it off properly, and when you yeah. get the bathtub, you could feel the, the cleanser on your feet, or you're in the, when you look at the sink, you feel that, you know. But yep. did, did you ever have someone that was hired to do to clean your place, Tim, and they didn't do the work? Have to, did you ever have that experience? No, I never have. All right, I think we got Edward with a comment, maybe. Ed, hold on a second. Now I'm going to push the button that says Ask to Mutant, and there might be a slight delay. Just wait a second, then do your magic. There we go. Um, to, I agree with Jeff. I mean, if somebody, you know, like if I had hired somebody to do something, I, you know, I think I would have said you're fired too. But uh, the thing is, is a lot of people these days want something for nothing. It's almost like, I think, I forget who said it, but they're getting lazy. You know, they want something for, you know, they want something, but they don't want to do nothing. And I think one of the best ways besides telling them, giving them Donald Trump's, you're fired, or Vince McMahon, or whatever. Um, I think the best way to do that is, you know, well, after you fire them, then you go online and you give them a nasty, not a nasty, but a, a negative review. Because a lot of times, like whenever I go to buy something, <clears throat> I always look at reviews. And if it's got two stars or whatever, I always pass it by. But then there, you know, like if it's got five or four, then I'll go in and read, you know, people's reviews. And so you can go in if you have a service. You know, if you use a service, then you go in and find out where to do it, and you just give them, you know, a, a bad review. Because there are a lot of people that do look like me, <laughs> look at online reviews, and that's one way to get the word out that they're, you know, they did a crummy job. They don't clean. Well, I agree with you on the reviews, Edward, but, but. Some of those reviews are bought and paid for, and how do you know the real reviews from the fake reviews? I mean, and I don't mean to say fake news, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes reviews, you go and read them from Amazon and you can tell. Like this product, that's all you'll see, or something crazy. Or it's in, like, um, some of them might just... I, I always look at the ones where they have names. Some of them will say, like, um, authorized account user. Or, I mean, I always look at ones that have names, and usually you can kind of tell by looking at reviews. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's these days you just got to be so careful on everything. I mean, if they'll either try to scam you or they'll say they're doing the job and they don't. I mean, I don't know how many people I've had since we've got the house here, you know, walk by. Do you need, do you, like, we'll mow your yard for you or, or whatever. And it's like, okay, just tell me the yard needs mowed and I'll go out and mow it. But, I mean, well, I maybe know. they're looking for an honest job. I don't know, but I will say to you that you don't know you're at the mercy of these companies and they want to come in and do a halfway, not even a halfway job. And we don't like our house to be um, cluttered up or dirty or unhealthy or whatever the case may be. We just don't like that. Or maybe just find, like, after somebody comes in, and if it's really hard to tell, if there's somebody that you do trust, have them come in and look. And, you know, and if they're not doing their jobs, 
Because sometimes, and you know, especially for you know, totally blind people, it's really hard for them to find somebody not only to trust, but that's not going to come in and feel free to rearrange things. I mean, yeah. My, and sometimes I accidentally do that, you know, with my wife Kathy. I'll accidentally, I'll not think about it, and I'll move something, and she'll say, "Ed, where did you put that?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, I moved it. I forgot. I'm sorry." You know, and then I'll tell her where it is. I try not to do that, but every once in a while, it can't be helped. I will accidentally move something. I try to leave things to where she can either reach them because she's, you know, only five one and a fourth. If you ask her, my, <laughs> cleaning, my cleaning lady is very good about that. She says, uh, and I, I told her when I, when I hired her, I said to, to the lady, I said, I know that you like that you may forget, but if you can remember, please try to keep things where I put them. And she's always done that, and she's always been very, very good at, about and that. And then I knew a couple that were very good at that. You know what they would do? The cleaning people, they would take a picture with their phone, take a picture of the way things were, and line it back up. You know, put it that way. And well, they were pretty. They were pretty successful at that, doing that. But don't give me the stuff. Don't say because I couldn't move something or whatever, or have not mopped the kitchen for three or four times, or don't you know? Just don't do those things, and. You know, be honest with me straight up front or, you know, tell me straight out, well, here's what we got to do and then we'll achieve the problem. It seems like and we're dipping on a different subject here, but it's the same thing. She was saying, well, your vacuum cleaner is not as, you know, it's it's OK. But see, I'm not. Uh, go ahead. No, thanks, Will. I'm just coughing. I'm sorry about no, that. No, I was just going to say, um, I don't want to buy everything I just hear on QVC. I want to think that there's more choices out there than just what they recommend on QVC. That's oh, just that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that anything is bad on QVC, but... Um, if you've got a shark here or if you've got a, what's that other Dyson. brand, Dyson, Dyson or whatever the, the case may be, you know what I mean? I'm not a vacuum expert now. A lot of clean companies will use their own vacuums, but some don't. Um, so just a lot of people get them on, on QVC because they're on these payment plans or whatever it doesn't mean that they're necessarily the the best or whatever the case may be they will but, stretch the story though sometimes on some because they'll say like oh customer top rated and then you look at the ratings and it's like three stars and, and uh -huh. the <laughs> you know so they will try to those kind of stretch the truth maybe to get rid of stuff now and then but no that never happens <laughs> oh that never happened well you know what? I, I was watching qbc last week because this past weekend because they had their food festival <laughs> and I bought I bought beef stick, which uh you know, which I happen to like. Doesn't mean it's going to be like Hickory Farms, like the one I used to like when I was m many years ago. No, but I but I don't buy stuff from QVC very often. I may I may buy stuff from them maybe one or two or three times a year. At the no, most. this is not a knock on. It's not a knock on QVC at all. I think 
Maybe I don't understand enough about vacuums, but I, are most vacuums now going to the cordless type, the big uprights going Everything to cord? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could still buy corded vacuums, but if, if you know, you talk to Chris and Dave, they'll tell you that, they, that some of these new vacuums that are cordless are, are quite usable now, and the battery life on these things is a lot better than it used to be. But, there's, but if you want to buy a good cordless vacuum, you're going to have to pay for it, like the Dyson. You but they don't run very long. They run. I mean, that, maybe 50 minutes or something, then you got to recharge it. That's right. So, well, I mean, if that, you're vacuuming and it's been an hour, there's something probably wrong. Well, if you got a big house. Yeah, I mean, you have a house that's two floors. You know, right. So, um, and the, if you're going to run over the carpet and make sure it actually picks up everything, or if you have a lot of carpet and you're running the beaters. But That's I don't think they sell corded vacuums much anymore. Oh, no, they still sell corded vacuums. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, oh, yeah, they... my, my wife just got one for um, her birthday last year. It's a it's a canister vac, and that thing is awesome. And it's not, obviously, of course, it's not, you know, battery-operated or anything, but it is an awesome vacuum. So they still make good um, electric vacs, but, you know, they are starting to come out with more and more um, rechargeable vacuums. I yeah, guess. I mean, they used to be the one of the best vacuum companies around. They used to be a, a company called Electrolux that made vacuum cleaners, and Is they, I mean, got? they were very oh, no, good. Thought, I'm sorry, I was talking to Kathy. She got uh, a really nice one. Her dad got it for her for her birthday and Christmas. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm sure. The problem with the canisters, I think they work fine, but don't they have a lot of attachments and detachments and that you've got to mess with? Well, um, yeah. Some, they have, I mean, they do, but if you watch QVC and on the cordless ones, they'll say it comes with attachments. You know, they'll have like a drapery attachment, a and blind a cre- attachment. And a crevice tool for your, for, your, for, your, for, your, for your couch and stuff like that. You yeah, know. exactly. Now, to me, the biggest waste of money would be one of those robot vacuums for... Oh, I agree. <laughs> I had one, and I I think I offended a few people because I was making a joke about it because it died. I mean, it, it used to work great. It would run, you know, and it would run around, not run into everything, and it started... Now all it does is run into the walls. It doesn't do anything, so I just quit <laughs> using it. And I put on Facebook, I said, well, my robot vacuum um, has gone blind, so I guess it's time to get rid of it or get it a CNI vac. And some people kind of took offense to that. <laughs> I but. understand. Ed, we do have a call awaiting. So. Uh, I'll talk to you all later. You have a great Thank you very much, Ed. I fixed anyway, so I'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Okay, Jeff or Jennifer. Go ahead, Joe. Is- can you unmute yourself, please? Go ahead, Joe. These pauses don't work out so well sometimes, but it's maybe worth it. When well, it, comes it keeps people from from doing. I'm right there. I'm right there. Yeah. Well, anyway, type these, called A, Joe. That should unmute you. There. Let me talk about Tim's show. That usually gets. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. Wait a second, Ellen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. No, go ahead, Ellen. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say real quick that we have a cleaning crew that uh, comes in as two, uh, two person, their husband and wife. They do a really good job. Um, but I have had stories where I, I've had lousy service, 
but I've also had, I had a, I had, hang on, hang on, hang on, Wells. Um, um, basically, I had a time when the um, guy that cleaned here totally rearranged my kitchen, and since I do everything sitting down, he used my upper cupboards, and it, um, my roommate at the time to, had had was going to make something for dinner, and it took her a half an hour to find what she was looking for. So I called up the company, and I fired. I told him, I said, don't send that guy back again. So it can work both ways. Well, you know, unfortunately, what it comes down to is you have to choose between a company or a private individual you may know. The advantage of a company is usually, hopefully, they're insured and whatever and whatever and whatever. The individual should be, too, but, you know, but at least you can be more flexible if they need to give your house more attention yeah but he didn't tell me he didn't tell me what i mean he cleaned exceptionally well but he didn't tell me that he did that i had to find that out the hard way right well he should have known no i know but this guy like i said he cleaned exceptionally he was immaculate but yet at the same time he totally rearranged everything and didn't tell us um, no, a lot of people will do that. They will. But the company that we use now, the, the, the crew that we have They're now, pretty good. Yeah. That's, well, that's all that's important. And you know, a lot of times finding a good cleaning person isn't a matter of finding a company that doesn't. Sometimes you can get them from that word of mouth. The one, the one I have now is someone that I got who was recommended by a friend of mine who used her, her and her mother-in-law. So, so that's, it, it, you know, you never know. I mean, obviously, uh, but that's right. where I... You know, that's why that's what I've learned. But uh, you can come over and clean my house any day, Ellen. No, it's okay. The problem <laughs> with some of the companies is they're, they're trying to clean as many houses as they can, so they give them an unreasonable amount of time to do it. They'll go, oh, well, this is a two-story house. It's so big. You should be able to do this in an hour and a half. Two people can clean our house in an hour and a half. Not okay. do a good okay. job. What, what were you going to say, Ellen? You were talking about Jennifer. I was Jennifer. just going to say, that's all I had to say. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to clean your house, Jeff, and I'll, I'll charge you $1,000 an hour. Thank you. <laughs> and then, and then, you'll, then you'll rip off my classical music library. No, I don't have any classical music. <laughs> yeah, he's going to... How, how, how can I rip off something you don't have? Well, that's why I said it. Yeah. Hey, yeah he's going to hack into your computer, Jeff. I'm gonna, oh, that's of right. course, I'll do that for the same, for the same charge. Well, Joe, you you can get to cleaning his house yeah. for him, but <laughs> but it's know, Albany, New York. It is. It can be a real challenge, and you have to do a little bit of screening. Uh, you know, um, right? You know, and and you really just have to because when they keep alternating crews, you don't get one person that's used to your house. Or if you get a person, sometimes from this other company, we were getting the very bottom of what they consider their cleaning barrel. Not that person may or may not be nice, but, you know, you're not doing them as friendships. I, oh, yeah, I forgot. I also, I, well, this also relates to it, but, you know, when you're talking about things getting stolen, I had a phone stolen that way one time from... Uh, but, you know, it, 
the thing to do with that, you just got to watch them and make sure they're there. And sometimes you have to go right behind them after they've done a job, make sure. But I haven't always had to do that. Anyway. And, you know, the other part of the thing is if you're hiring a private company, now I'm not talking about an individual who may come to your house, but a private company, um, find out if they're bonded. Because if they're bonded and, and, and this company steals from you, then... Then, then you're covered because that that they there's a bonding company has to uh, reimburse you or something like that. Yeah. I mean, so that that's another thing you should worry about. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to get everyone crazy here, but you know, you, you can't. The, the, the word of the wise is you can never be too careful. That's right. All right. No. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Ellen yep. and Joe. All right. All right, Julie, you're next up, and let me get to you here. Hold on. Push a button, and I'll talk yep. about the okay. Tim Marley show while we're. Tim's coming up next. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Um, oh, I didn't we, work, Tim. Go ahead, Julia. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, sometimes if they, if you're working with an agency or company, you know, you can call the company and, and say what happened and, you know, is this normal practice or whatever and get them to give you something else. But... I know I got someone through my aging organization, and you know we told told her what was going on, and she said, "Oh, well, it's better than nothing." You know, it's sad that some people, you know, agencies that work with the poor, with people who are poor, uh, have that. They're just kind of working as do-gooders, and well, it's better than nothing, and you know, it's good enough for poor people, basically, is what they're saying. That's yeah. not acceptable, Julie. Sorry to no, say it that's that way. Not. No, that's and not. also when you got here's another rule of thumb that I found out with this company. When they're either A always changing their phone number or don't um have a real phone number or using their cell phones, who knows where they're at. Yep. Um that's probably not a real good thing. Mm-mm. You want Mm-mm. somebody you can talk directly with and that that's a big thing you really want somebody you can talk directly with it's a nice thing to tell them about their practice but they can't hear you on your cell phone there's a problem that's right that's right that's right and but um yeah but i you know i call the company and see if you know i just tell them what's going on and ask if there's somebody else who is known to do a better job um, or whatever, but I'm kind of in the midst of um, I've gone to private pay now um, and I've got someone from Midland Care who comes and she's alright but she works with me at the end of the day and so by the end of the day she gets kind of rushy and forgetful and a little bit like that and she is kind of, well Ralph calls her the lone rearranger the lone rearranger. I like yeah. that. <laughs> okay, Julie, thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Julie. I'm just looking at the time here. Uh, do you want to do Chris's recipe? Or, I, it no, let's do this call. We've got, I think we got a call, though. No. No. Do you see no. Ink Vision Lost that just came yeah, in? Yeah, that's just in the waiting room. Uh, they're, oh, okay. They're, they're, they, they, okay. Ink we got plenty of time to do Chris's. I, oh, it's only one minute, so... Yeah, I kind of figured that. I mean, cucumber salad's not going to go to the top of the list. 
I hear you, Bill. It's not going to the top of the list. But just just be careful in screening these people, anybody, anything. Learn from our experience. And I read a lot of Facebook posts. When you see a company that might be struggling, you'll see a company who doesn't ever respond to negative posts, but they will respond to positive posts. So you wonder if they're really trying to do the right thing. I mean, you just never know. And like you said, Jeff, you've got an individual there, and that's a good thing. So that helps out there. Where you, don't you know, have one to of run. the things you should do is, if if you can, if you if if you know someone who has a cleaning service, or you go to a cleaning service, ask them if they can provide you with references, and if you can talk to people who use them, and do they like them? I'm, and that's not always easy to do, but but that's something that you, that you can do. As I said, the person that 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 gave me the the, the people that I work with now recommended them fairly highly, quite highly, and so that that worked out okay for me. But it's, you know, we I've seen bad and I've seen good results, and that's that's the whole problem. So you got to be really be careful. You got to be on your toes. That's 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 really all I can say. But Jenny, you know, you don't have to you don't have to clean for me. All you have to do is pay my utility bills. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, hey, I think <laughs> that doesn't bring grudging. All right. <laughs> hey, at least it's an all right. It's better that's than right. a flat out that's, no. That's right. <laughs> you got it's that better right. than a flat out no. So. Jenny, uh, any good books you were, you've been reading lately? Uh, so we can fill a little time. I just thought maybe if there's a book that you're reading that you really like now. Well, we just finished one that we talked about yesterday on the on the book talk show that was called The Children's Blizzard, and that was it was a good book, but it was sad. It was based on the blizzard of 1888 that hit the like North Dakota and in that area and. Oh my! It was it was a good book, but it was so sad. These, this, it was about these two teachers, and they were, you know, basically children themselves. One was only eighteen, and the other one was maybe sixteen. And the the blizzard hit, and the one teacher, she dismissed all the kids early on their own because she wanted to go and meet with her boyfriend. And they had a rendezvous plan because the people that she lived with were going to be gone. And she had romance in her mind. So she dismissed the kids early all by herself. The other, her sister, the other teacher, stayed with the kids in the schoolhouse until the window blew out. And they weren't going to have any more, any, any more fuel to keep a fire going or anything. And she took had them take off their aprons all the girls and they tied all the students together so they were in a line and they were together and she headed out and found took them someplace for shelter and it's the book goes into the details about what they went through and what their lives were like after this experience and it was a pretty good book and can you please tell the listeners who might not know when your book talk show is on? Because I think that they want to know, they want to be able to listen to it. It's every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here on The Legend, hosted by Jenny and Nolan. Or you can go to legendoldies.com and pull up the book talk page, and you can listen to all the past podcasts, and you can just book out 
and listen to all of Nolan's famous reviews and Jenny's top tens of this and that and the other and <laughs> to they'll keep well, you entertained. It, it's, a, it's a, actually I don't I'm not a book reader myself, but I did I do listen to the show occasionally, and I will tell you that it is a very good show. Jennifer and Nolan do a lot of good work putting that together, and uh, so give them a little bit of support by giving them some listeners and. Uh, Hopefully more people will listen to your show as well, Jenny. Thank you. Yeah, we've got that coming up. We've got All Things Radio. We've had going this... to be on All Things Radio tomorrow, Jim. Well, All Things Radio is going to have a few things. We'll start off our radio news, as like we always do, and we'll have your, uh, you'll have your call letter and format changes as well. And then Bill Sparks is going to do a band scan of, of Nashville, Tennessee. And my class scare check will be a, a listen to a radio station WHTT as they count on the top 30 hits from July 8th. Their top 30, it is, uh, 1984. And finally, we're going to talk about a musical format that you don't hear a lot about, but it is soft rock from the 70s and, and, and 80s. It's called Yacht Rock. And so we've got a station in Connecticut that's doing that. And we always talk a little bit about this and about that with the panel. So all in all, I think you guys who like to listen to all things radio will definitely enjoy it. And... and uh, so that's all I can say. And guess who's raised his hand, Bill? We'll do him real quick, and then we'll go right into the re uh, recipe. Just unmute yourself, Dick, and hello, everybody. Bill, you always you be better better late than never, Dick. Go ahead. This is very true. Hey, you know, uh, Jeff, with all the money you're getting from these people, I think maybe you, with the money you're getting from the paying your bills, I think you should pay our some of our bills. I wish I was getting money. I get lots of awards, but the awards are little statuettes that I put on top of my mantle. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> hey, Bill, why aren't you complaining to the association uh, about the lack of uh, money? Are they, oh, we've complained to, to them two or three times. Oh, we're going to take care of it. We're going to take care of it. We're going for another round. So we're going for... Yeah, an, our first house... Was, was like it was a townhouse, and we had an association, and the the outside work was kind of you know, mediocre at best. Okay, and they would change companies every, every year. Company. Yes. Yeah, that's why I would never, I would never do that again. I, I, yeah. I say if you um, get a house, don't get the association. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um. Oh, hey, we just bought. Uh, uh, New new cell phones yesterday. The, uh, what do you call it? The uh, SE threes. Oh. You said you get those. I still wanted my start button. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh I understand going. that. And then you, and and obviously Apple knows that because they didn't get rid of that. So uh, and do you like the phone? Yes. Well, so far I, mean, I haven't used it much, but yeah, oh. I, I, so far it's good. It yeah. does a little different voice uh, when I'm uh, when I hit the uh, start button. It says something. You know, it'll give me a different. Oh, Siri's not going to work any better. Yeah. Yeah, Siri. You know, I tell you, Siri and, and Alexa. Alexa seems to have uh, a hearing problem. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to tell us to buy new ones, huh? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I think. I hope Mary's so, uh, fine, and we're going to jump off here in a second because it's time for, I've been putting this off me. all I could, cucumber salad, yuck. Take care, everybody. See you. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, with as Jeff would say, without further ado, thank you, Chris and Dave. Thank you, Chris. This is a recipe for cucumber salad. Two cucumbers peeled and sliced to about a quarter inch thick. 
one half medium onion finely chopped, one tomato chopped, one half cup of apple vinegar, one cup of water, one to one and a half tablespoons of oil, two to three tablespoons of sugar. As I said, you're gonna peel and slice your cucumbers and you're gonna soak them in salt water for about two hours and you make the water about the consistency of seawater or ocean water. Now, if you haven't tasted that, that's pretty salty. So after two hours, you're gonna drain that. You're gonna add remaining ingredients refrigerate for a couple of hours but do not leave overnight because the cucumbers will get very soft and that's it for the cucumber salad well there we go clock and all i told you that only be a minute jeff yeah you did that's no different than putting pickle juice. You could you could have done that with pickle juice as well, like there, like Jennifer talked about earlier and went off the air. You, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, they used to have um, cucumber salad at the blind school. That put a whole new perspective on cucumber salad. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just just to give Tim a plug, as a matter of fact, and we talked about it earlier on the promo. If you heard the beginning of the show, nineteen eighty three. I was 30 years old. I was just living in Albany for a few years. But 1983 is the year that he's going to represent or feature this Thursday night after after all things radio. Or the, actually, at 9 o'clock. How much is Tim Payne for all of these? He's had more promos of his we, show today. You're and right. We've done a lot of of Tim, and you know what I mean? We're really checks putting in the mail. I thought so. The checks in the mail, Tim. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> checks right along with those rental checks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but Tim, you always do a good job with that, anyway. So, uh, and uh, and if the podcast ends a little early, you always put on some interesting stuff. Like uh, a few weeks ago, you did that uh, "Sweet City" song by Cashman, Bastillion West. So, and I hadn't heard that in years. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I. Oh, a while back it was Inagata de Vida. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever it takes, right? Oh, yeah, or the other yeah. time you did, that's right, or, or you, did a, you did a version of Thick as a Brick from Jethro Tull, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yep. So. It looks like we got time for one more call. It's probably coming. No, I think it, uh, we'll see. So, I told hey, you, Mike. Mike, Mike Loff is here. I'm going to ask you to ask, ask you to mute, Mike. Here he comes, maybe. Well, hello, radio. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, Mike's at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm at work. That's who Link Inc. is. That's uh, I renamed myself, but uh, just checking in. Haven't talked to all the good people in a while. And, uh, yeah, we've gone through some major changes, relocated back to my hometown in Illinois, work for an independent living center, do technology training, mainly to folks 55-plus and... Yeah, just uh, a lot of life changes going on. But your ears should be burning because we were talking about you, and 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 we were talking about fraud and about making sure you get what the money that you pay that's paid for. And we were talking about your work at the BBBUB, and you you gave us a lot of advice, and we talked about that on the coffee club earlier. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of that going on, and I'm seeing that even though I'm not with the BBB, but I deal with older persons, and I've seen already scams uh, in in talking with them. I've seen people that do home repair, taking advantage of the disabled community, targeting them, 
and leaving their homes in unsafe environments. So, yeah, it, uh, you know, it never goes away, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, it doesn't. It keeps coming right on back. Um, they start right there at that rental office or they go right. To, I mean, they just keep it up. Yeah, the, the challenge I have now is I'm purchasing a home. And so one of the things is inaccessible documents, which my realtor has been pretty good about. But they use this site called Dot Loop, so none of that content is accessible. So, you know, and then I had to do a class through Fannie Mae uh, to get a first-time homebuyer grant. And that, once I got past the front page, it was accessible, but that front page was nothing but images. So now I'm a big fan of Google Chrome that will tell you what those images say. I need to give that a try. My Google Chrome doesn't work so well. And it does work. I played with that, too. so, and Mike, we're going to say congratulations on your new job because I know that it's a challenge now. And congratulations on buying that new home, and hopefully it, everything works out for you, and the home is everything that that you expect from it to be. Well, that that's the plan, that's the hope. So I'm 61, so I'm still first time home buyer. I mean, I entered into one with my wife, and she was the primary, and I was a co-signer. Uh, so it's not like I haven't done this rodeo before, but there's so many documents to sign. And uh, mm-hmm. it's crazy now. And insurance, home insurance rates have just gone through the roof. Oh, yeah. We know. We know. Yeah. Really going through the roof. Let's see. And it, but everything else, we're really proud of you, Mike. Um, and yeah, I've heard people it. say that, so that that's good. And we're just out here you know, really trying to help Ooh. folks. And it's a challenge because I know a lot about tech, but... It's totally different when you got to go back and start with people that know very little or they're afraid to just push buttons, you know, and I have to just, what, you know, wait and go, press enter, press space bar, press tab, you know, and it's just getting people past that hurdle of fear sometimes that's that's the biggest challenge, I think. I know but, we got to get going soon, but I want right, to tell right. you that your audio is superb on this thing. I don't know what you're using for audio. This is, a, this is an actual webcam uh, that has okay audio, works pretty good with Zoom, so... Works good. You sound All really right. good, Mike. You really Sounds do. good. And thank you, and good luck, and come back when you can. And if you can come in again, we appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Thank you, and thank everyone. See you next week. Have a great week. Tim's next.